Are you looking for an open-minded perspective? Different view or a different take? Well, this is Lost in the Groove, society and culture podcast, donor culture, and deep dive. See here, we're all about the experience, all about the journey, and getting into the groove. I cannot believe I'm actually saying this out of my mouth. Welcome, everybody, to Lost in the Groove. Uh, this is uh, episode 95, Mind Games, with our host, Henry Kemp. Welcome aboard. Welcome back. Hope your journey to Major Tom and all the galactic aliens of the Imperial Empire have been enjoyable up until this point. Oh, yeah. They've taken me for a ride for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but shoot, like I was saying uh, before uh, we hopped on here, and I realized it was like two months I'd been off the show. But yeah, in that in that time frame, I basically I like started reading this book. I'll actually pull it out for you. It's called. Uh, Don't this I've just been having this all day where I've been. It's important. I mean, it's it's kind of amazing you've had the time to be able to read. You know, some of them so uh, so tough to be able to have the. I mean, like for me especially to have the time to be able to read. Yeah, uh, it's difficult because, like you know, I'm at work most of the day, so I don't really have the chance of picking up a book and reading it. Yeah, uh, but I want to hear more about this book. So, what is the uh, what's the title of this book? It's called "How to Do the Work" is by Doctor Doctor Nicole Lapera, and it basically it just like talks about recognizing like patterns you picked up, right, or over like life cycles, and being able to be aware of that, and like building a plan for. I guess how to rewire your subconscious to respond a different way. And so in the book, she talks about like how her family, like they never talked about anything confrontational, just kind of like bottled everything up. And then at points where it was like too much, um, then her her mother would explode on her. And so she realized that she carried that into her adulthood and she would respond the same way to her partner and eventually got tired of it. Like she said, she'd spoken to therapists and like she actually is a therapist who speaks with uh, other clients and also she was um, when this was happening, she was a therapist herself yeah interesting mm-hmm. and uh she realized like a lot of her clients had the same issue that she was also like facing with how they responded to things um as an adult that, uh but like their childhood had the effect and like set the pattern so it's a pretty cool book. It talks about, yeah, just basically recognizing your, your patterns and like healing from the past and doing things to create like the person you want to be. And so the end over, goal, pretty much. Yeah. Over the, like the past two months, I wouldn't say like, obviously no human being is perfect, but I've just been like, basically trying to recreate like create my own patterns of like who I want to be as a person. And yeah, it's funny. You mentioned like you don't have enough time to read because you got work and stuff. Like I've been waking up at like four in the morning just so that I can like meditate and then I'll go to the gym. My gym opens at five. So I'll work on getting there at five 
and then spend like an hour max on my workout and then get back here to the uh like office so that I can like read and just get a head start on my day and do other things. It's, um, having, with- it's having like uh it's like having control of your <clears throat> your schedule, your um your routine, your pattern. For me, it's where my pattern is designed by corporate America because I work in a corporate job. Today's podcast is sponsored by Authority Car Mods, a mod shop which I personally use for all my car needs, from my custom modifications to my vehicle general maintenance, tire repair, and discount pricing. These guys do great work, and their prices are literally killing the competition. Located here in South Florida, in West Coral Springs, right off the Sample Road exit, not only are they super accessible, but open late nights with appointments. So don't wait. Follow them on Instagram at authority underscore car underscore mods, or call their office line, which is 954 798 1602 and book your spot now. So I am required to give them a certain amount of hours out of my life to accommodate whatever business ventures or whatever they're selling to their customers. Um, isn't that like the idea of you're talking about human psychology is the understanding of when people are in different situations, they react differently based on what they can, I mean, what I could actually like, you know, for me personally, what I could physically do and what I cannot physically do. Uh, I mean, I think that's amazing. I mean, it's amazing that you're able to do those things freely. It's yeah. It's, it's been cool. Like I sit and reflect on, I'm like, man, I'm like grateful that I can do this, but it's also like at the same time, it's hard because like you said, you work for corporate America, like you have to work so you can provide and like take care of things. Like I'm just figuring out how to navigate this so that I don't have to rely on corporate America. And it has not been easy. Like I have to, I guess remain calm and then just come up with like solutions of how I'm going to handle things. Because if I panic or freak out, that's not going to help me. No, it never freaking out. Never. You see, that's the thing is fear or freaking out uh, is pretty much the same thing. Fear is such a powerful thing when it comes to human beings, because we can either take it either two ways. We either use it as a way of acting out completely. And I can say personally for myself, <laughs> when I've been terrified about situations like the pandemic, uh, gun shootings, <coughs> sorry, violence. <coughs> and uh, it's, it's the marijuana. This is what happens when you smoke the entire day. It's seven o'clock in the morning. Uh, you, you then have to be able to really have a grapple of, of the people around you, the, um, the, the, the day-to-day of what you're doing, where you're going, who you're talking to, who you're being with. See, that's the thing is, and that's the cool part about psychedelics, so you can do this without psychedelics too, is you learn what's behind the wallpaper. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 But elaborate that on for people who don't know what you're saying. There's a whole world behind the wallpaper. The wallpaper is covering up another world that's right behind it. So you're experiencing the world from one view, one panel. Now, if you flip it on the other way, if you take off the wallpaper and you look at what's underneath, you're seeing a completely different world. Yeah. That's cool. And I'll think of that just like, but like billions of people on the planet, like experiencing like the, I don't know, that different unlimited peel of wallpapers. Yeah. It's a wall that you can unlimitedly, you can keep on removing the wallpaper and there's a new one underneath every single time you pull it off. It, It just constantly. 
Yeah. And so <clears throat> that's uh like another another thing like I'm sort of realizing like I'm definitely going to start blogging more cuz like what I experienced through life just on a daily is not normal. <laughs> and it's pretty it's like pretty cool like I'm just trying to observe everything at all times and it's just like how I I don't know how I see things could be completely different from how like someone I'm sitting next to on the train station could see things. Every every single person's life is viewed through a different scope. Yeah. So sorry. Yeah. No, you're good, man. That was, that was good. Um, yeah, it was cool. Like today I just went to the beach cause I'm like, I just need to clear my head, get out of the city. Like city life is chaotic beach. You're like spending time in the mountains. Like it's pretty calm it's near nature. Um, but it was cool. I was just like asking like universe for a sign. And it's, it's weird. Like <laughs> I get in the subway right before I get on the train, this dude starts talking to me. Um, we got like Christmas, Christmas coming up and then like new year's. And this is, it's kind of been like a weird time for me. Cause like, usually I'm home, I'm in Utah, but this is going to be basically my first holiday, not going back. And so I've been like kind of bummed out about that, but then I like, met this this dude he was on his way to church and he's like talking to me about god and he's just like whatever you want man like just keep god first like i don't i don't know what that is for you but me that's going to church that's reading the bible and i was like for me that's like i like going to nature and right like i feel like that's when I can hear like the Holy ghost, Holy spirit. That's when I can hear the best. And he's like, everyone's personal journey is different from one another. See, like God may send you to the beach because you can, like, you can do that. You go there to listen me. I can't do that. I go to the beach. I'm getting distracted by different, like women there and stuff and in bikinis. And so I can't focus. So that's why I go to church. He's like, but everyone's personal journey is like different. And we like, we can't sit here and judge one another for what another person is doing. And I was like, that's pretty cool. Like coming from someone with like a religious aspect, Oops. <laughs> because I feel like for me, when I like run into some religious people, they like try and just like push things onto you. And it's like, if you don't read the Bible or you don't live by this code, like you're going to hell. And I'm just like, I mean, that's how I was raised. Yeah. I'm just like, it's, it's a one way approach because the thing about people is whether we want to hear this or not, the way that connection and equality is built is where you have a two-way. You have two directions of opinions and thoughts and matters and wants and desires and needs coming from either side, from each person's personal experience in their life. Yeah. But when you replace that with a one-way approach, which meaning that this person is saying, my way is the right way because I was raised with this, My father was raised with this. My grandfather was raised with this. We've been raised with this for X amount of years. And because of these reasons that I have placed before you is why you need to be a part of this. It's that aggression. It's that pushiness. It's that want and desire of you can't be yourself. You have to be like me because my opinion is the only right opinion. Yeah. That's like basically I think like the old narrative no way like the generations like above or I guess before us see things but it's cool cuz I feel like that perception is shifting 
And it was like the so that was the first guy that I was I I was getting on the train to go to the beach. And he's telling me this and he's like, uh, whatever you do, man, um, just like also be a voice to like kids, especially like black men, because he's like most black men, uh they weren't raised by their dads, like most of them, because we've been like too busy, like killing one another, uh, just not being there. And it's like a repeated cycle. And so he's like, if you can, like, whenever you meet like a black boy, just tell him like, know that you're loved, God loves you. And just like, give him some advice. And I was like, that's it, it's important because it's like it's something bigger than myself. I never, like growing up, I never looked at it that way. Like I didn't have to grow up in the streets or like gang mentality, thankfully. Right. Um, but yeah, like if I were to ever just like be successful, um, you know what? When I am successful, fuck that if shit. Um yeah, I like one. I want to create an impact because I feel like as an African American, the only time we're valued is through sports and entertainment. Like we we, we talked about this earlier. <clears throat> uh, shout out to Real Reality Realness, Sean Alice Rogers, fucking awesome podcast. Be sure to check them out. Um, so he's a part of the queer community and he's also part of the black community and we spoke earlier about this this unfortunate reality that we live in where you have people that are a part of certain groups like the black community um, that are a part of the Jewish community, the Asian community and they're horrible greedy people they're awful not but, all of them, but you, you have some of the problem with those few, very few, their voice is so loud. And unfortunately, a lot of people see them more than the actual people that are, are trying to do a difference. So the view is then shifted in a different dir- direction. Hence the mind game. It's being played right in front of you. It's, it's limiting and also frustrating because what are you supposed to do if that's all that all that they claim most people think? I, I did that with quotations for a reason. Yeah. yeah. It's just like keeping people controlled, basically. They have to. Because so. when you have these small groups, okay? They make a lot of money, a lot, and they have a lot of they've a lot of control. I mean, they have large social media platforms. They have connections with people that are higher up. But the damage that they cause to the rest of the community is devastating. Why should they give a shit? They're making two, three billion dollars clean. Yeah. And it's like, I don't know, it's just basically the money, like people don't matter, the money does. Right. Green paper is the only thing that matters. So now as other things, like lately too, I've been like thinking on the reason why I want to start blogging more is I want to get other humans that like they have that voice but don't get heard enough i want to give them a platform to speak and so interesting enough like i spend my day at the beach clear thoughts like like i'm gonna go back now back downtown and then um i'm on the train and there's a uh a homeless guy um He's just like walking back and forth and uh, he noticed uh, the kid sitting in front of me. Like I, I couldn't see him, but there's a kid sitting in front of me. He just looked like 
upset, I guess. And he's like, what's wrong, man? And the kid just like, just like, I'm good. And she's like, no, you're not, you're not good. I, I know that look like, what's up? And just the kid just like, wasn't hearing it. Like just didn't want to really open up. And he's like, um, he's just like, God loves you. I just want you to know that like he speaks through me and he wanted me to tell you that. Um, and he's like, whenever you're going through things, it's like a slingshot. Like it sucks cause you're getting pulled back. You're getting pulled back like super far. Sometimes you can't see it, but it's like gonna propel you forward. And so it's like, you just got to persevere. Um, and then I heard him say that and I like started, smi <laughs> I started smiling and uh, he's like, damn, you got a beautiful smile. And I was like, oh, thanks, man. And he's like, do you model? You're about six foot one, aren't you? And I was, I was like, uh, yeah. He, he's just like came and sat down next to me. And he's like, a handsome face like you can start making money out here in L.A. Just like, I don't know, it's funny as hell. Um, I mean, you do. I mean, you, you do. You do look like a model. That's that's. You you do have to accept that. Like you're the kind of guy that I would totally picture in like a local, like business somewhere in like Colorado or Utah that makes like cowboy jeans. Okay, I don't know. Like you you just have the representation, and that's the thing too about people is when we represent ourselves with certain groups of people, the way that uh, what we care about, uh, what we want to be a part of, it becomes an actual physical part of yourself. So that when you go out into the real world and people see you, they see that exact same thing. They're like, oh, okay, he probably does that. Oh, he did it. Because that's how you represent yourself. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy though, because like... I People see that people see that in me and I don't see it in myself. And it's it's weird. I think that's like one cycle I'm trying to break is like seeing more seeing more from myself. Like cause I, I've done like some pretty cool things. I've done great things, but I never like give myself credit for everything I've done. And it's it's I don't know where it like came from. I'm still like trying to figure that out, but yeah, it's just like cool. It's cool that people see that in me. It's like I gotta start seeing that for myself, though. The thing or is, else. the thing is, realize this: we are people that are taking social media that already has problems and issues, and among other things. But you have those people that are changing the narrative. They're actually putting out positive content that can benefit people that yeah. are inspiring. They're creative. They spark adventure, imagination, excitement. The internet has been, you know, the internet has been around for 20 some years but what are we going to do with that power that we have now? I think, I think it's been good. Like it's, it has its good and it's bad. Like, like there's still the people that control the media and they'll like try and dictate what you can see and what you can't see. But I feel like, there are so many other people like speaking their truth, telling their truth that it's going to be hard to like contain all of that. And so it has this like negative and positive aspects. It's but, balance. Yeah. It's like, I don't even, I don't even know where I was going with that. With uh, So when you were coming back, uh, from the beach and you were taking the train. Did you meet anybody going back? Cause I feel like you well, did. That was, well, no, that was the homeless guy. And then it was also cool because, so he got into talking to me about modeling and then that opened up 
into like him. He used to be in the entertainment industry, like he sings. Um, and then he ended up like opening up to me, like saying that he's gay, but he's he's married, like he has a wife, but he's just he wants to get divorced because he's gay. And he was talking about how the church like got him into that marriage and he wants out of it. And he's like, gay people need to be with gay people. Straight people need to be with straight people. And if people could just accept that and allow them to like live their life, then the world would be like so much a better place. And I, I was like, it's yeah. cool you're saying this right now. Cause like I have a brand it's about like bringing people together um, and like being able to accept like what one person does with their life may not, you know, be what you do with yours. But the, the second should- the second that you limit people and what they can what they can do with their body. Uh, the way that they present themselves, the way that they approach others. <clears throat> I can tell you this is a gay person. I would never want to hurt a woman. If I would be in a relationship with a woman, that'd be hurting her. I'm not making her happy. I'm making her miserable. That's wild. I never even like thought of it that way. But see, that's why it's good to have like different people, with people, different different opinions, minds, perspectives. Yeah. Yeah. So I like want to bring him back or like I want to like invite him once I start doing these like blogs. I want to invite him back to like express that because not many people I feel like get to experience like that type of intelligence from someone we can uh, we can talk about the oh sorry we can talk about this off um, air but I was thinking of keeping like having like for example the host like you know with with this one where you where we host Lost in the Groove um, creating like a video like you're talking about with the blog and then posting it on the podcast like once a week. Okay. Well, we'll see how the once a week thing goes. I'm I'm still like trying to figure out this whole schedule thing because I've been I've been making for the past month and a half. I've been like making clothing, bro. And oh my gosh, so I like hotcakes. I love it. Not yet. I haven't really like put anything out yeah see that's the thing too like if we can get content out from our hosts like you and eli and carissa it can help like promote we, we can talk this about this off here but we'll um, yeah, yeah we'll talk this off off the air um but like going back so you've got this guy you're going back in the train and he's homeless and he's telling you all this shit about yourself and you know, you're, you're modeling and your smile. I love that. Your smile, you know, he's like, like, he's like, he's on me low key. He's like, are you gay? And I'm like, no, sorry, bro. He's like, I hate you, but I love you too. And he's like, God bless. I'll hear from you soon. Yeah. I got his like contact information. Cause I don't know. He's saying he wants me to like model for like some talent agency. And I was like, if they're paying, I mean, I'll take it. It's easy money, but it also is going to depend on like what it is. If it's like a brand. And then I don't know, a lot of people in LA, like they'll tell you like, Oh, I, I know this person and this person and they're part of this. I'm just like, at this point, I'm like, okay, that's cool. I like don't really believe anything until like someone shows me the facts. You know, yeah, like it's like, don't tell me, just show me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, basically, because it's like, yeah, actions speak louder than words. A hundred percent. And it's but, all like, it's all about like the twist, though, right? It's where like you get all the promises and. 
and all the, the the dream that comes along with the package and it's like come on man I'm like trying to sell you dreams basically Please. like yeah i'm not trying to like, buy <laughs> i'm not looking to buy a dream like i have my own dream what i want to do me too um but no it's just cool like to get his like insight on that because i've never i don't know that was just interesting the whole interesting concept we were uh we, we were talking about this earlier um the inspiration for the name of the episode, Mind Games, actually for me came from a song from John Lennon. And um, I'm just going to, if you don't mind, if I can just like read like a little small uh, piece, uh, do definitely check out that song. It's a, it's a beautiful song. Um, so in the second verse, it says, so keep on playing those mind games together. Faith in the future out of the now. You just can't beat on those mind gorillas. Absolute elsewhere in the stones of your mind. Yeah, we're playing those mind games forever, projecting our images in space and in time. Pretty deep. It's... It's interesting too because I saw a clip from Prince uh, on Instagram. And he is like basically kind of speaking on the same thing, but he's like, don't believe everything you see on the TV and the internet. It's all a like game just to like manipulate. Basically, that's what it feels like. I mean, that's kind of what it is. And so it's cool. Uh, I I definitely could feel a shift. I feel like people are seeing through it um, and they're like looking for more action instead of words. Like it'll be interesting to see what our new mayor does, Karen Bass. She's been talking about like ending this whole homelessness crisis and cleaning up the streets. It's like, I want to see if you actually like do something. To be very honest with you, probably not. Yeah. It's like, don't have faith in your politicians. Yeah. Just feed you lies to basically, you know, make you happy, but she can she can't fix the homeless problem because she knows that they pump billions of dollars into the homelessness projects in the state of California and a lot of the money that goes into that goes to pay these people's tuition and salaries so barely any money is actually going in to actually fix the problem pretty much what's happening is is that you have people that are still suffering, still living in the streets and getting absolutely no care whatsoever because there are people that are supposedly working to fix the problem and they're making six-figure salaries. I mean... Well, the other thing is too is just like they're basically giving the homeless... I think they get like anywhere between 600 to a thousand a month to basically be homeless. And then they'll put up like sanitation spots where they can wash their hands. And then they have like porter potties for them to use the restroom. But I'm like, that's not helping the situation. Like a lot of these people like need legit help. Like money doesn't fix <laughs> fix problems like that. Like they need so, some sort of therapy. Like and then for like the drug addictions, some I don't know, some that help them get off the drugs. But I feel like some of them use that as a way to cope because it's like life. I don't know. It just throws a lot at them. They mm-hmm. literally have nothing. They have nothing. They have no one. <laughs> and 
and they, yeah, you don't have anyone. So it's like, how do you escape this life? It's like, it's too hard to live in. And the way by like doing that is basically drug use. And it's sad. It's like, no, nah, they could be doing more. Like, especially if we're giving billions of dollars away to like different countries like Ukraine to help, which I'm not against, like buying Germany's help. But like also do the same for like people here in America. <laughs> it's like we have more than enough money to like help get these people <laughs> some help, like legitimate. If help. you want to fix the problem. You first have to start in your backyard, right? Yeah. It's, it, it's the reality that we run away from. It, we do not want to face the judgment, the persecution, but yet we still cause people to be in pain and sorrow and misery because some people want a six-figure salary. It's kind of, if you really think about this, it's kind of sad and pathetic. It, it's you, you think about this person cares more about the money that they're making than the actual job and representation of what they're, what they're doing. I mean, for fucking God's sakes, you're supposed to be helping these people that are dying on the streets of fentanyl, but you're too busy living in Beverly Hills driving your Porsche. Like, are, are, are you, are you, are, are you so inhumane? Are you so unhuman that you can be that cruel? Some people are, you wouldn't believe it. Like they don't care. Um, Why should uh, they? Another interesting thing I was about, or I was like leaving the gym and just, just struck a conversation with this dude in the locker room and he was telling me about how he worked at Amazon and uh, I don't know, something that happened with him. He like got in an accident and basically like went to pick up his last check and they like weren't trying to give it to him. But uh, he, he said he had his cousin, she works for Amazon and she ended up breaking her leg and so she needed to get surgery and right after she like got the surgery went through rehab and all that stuff and like came back to work and they're like no you're fired you missed work and she's like i had a broken leg and they're just careless like didn't care at all just like that's that's my issue with the corporate America, like I can't really give my life away to someone that like, if I died tomorrow, they'd like replace me with no care in the world. Yeah. Because to, to them, you're a number. Just like, yeah, a dollar sign. And I actually, I actually did work for Amazon, uh, at 2020. Actually, I worked there for like maybe two or three weeks. Wow. They, they you, got, you, you didn't even manage to make it there 30 days. Pee-wee. Uh, so the hours were like stupid, stupid long. Um, and then I don't know. They were just like super weird. Like uh, one of the trucks we got finished unloading it. And so I like, they have these little bays or that, basically drop down on the bed and then um like once you finish loading it up you can like release it mm -hmm. i've worked at other like warehouse jobs so i've like known about it and i just did it like not thinking anything of it and some dude walks by and he's like oh no you just lifted the gate and i'm like yeah like what's the issue and he's like have you been trained on that uh, i was like uh not by you guys but like in other warehouses yeah and then he's like oh no this is this is big this is a huge issue and like went and got two other people 
they like wrote me up and that that night I had like a double shift so I got off at like six and then I think I was supposed to start back up again at like 6 30. Uh, right in the beginning of my shift they called me into this room and they have me waiting there and they're like all right uh, we're just getting the people together you're gonna like explain to them what happened and so they like bring me into this room and there's like there's three of them, three people two of them like are sitting in front of me and then they have one other person like behind me with the writing pad like taking notes and they're just like why did you lift the gate and i was like we were finished <laughs> with loading the truck and they're like okay but why did you do it I was like, I didn't know. I didn't realize I was going to get interrogated. Like, we're just looking at gate. This is a great television series. Oh, no. Yeah, they're just like, this is a very big issue. <laughs> I was like, big issue for what? Like, no one got hurt. I, like, I didn't know. But, like, now I know I won't touch the gate again. They're like, well, we're going to have to figure out what we're going to do with you. And I was like excuse me i was i was i think i was like sick at the time and then they had already put us through like crazy hours and i'm like bro like i work (laughs) way too hard for this like if you guys want to write me up just write me up like otherwise like i'm about to leave like i don't i'm not about to put up with this like i lifted up a gate i don't see what the big deal is um yeah, it's like, if you're not going to write me up, then just, like, fire me. And they're like, well, no, we're not going to fire you, but we might just, like, suspend you so you won't work the, like, next week. And I was like, you know what, man, I just quit. Like, <laughs> I can't do this. And they're like, well, we need you to write why you lifted the gate up. And I was like, I told you guys, <laughs> they're like, no, we need you to write it down. And so they have me write down basically that I lifted up the gate because the truck was finished being loaded. And then I had to sign and date it. And I was like, yeah, I'm out. <laughs> Just gave him my badge. And I was like, I can't do this. So for anyone that's listening, which if you've made it to this point, congratulations. You're either extremely stoned or you better put that bottle of wine back in the fridge before your wife finds out or husband in the morning. Um, Henry is notoriously famous for telling his incredible stories on the podcast. If you don't believe me, check out the episodes in every single one. There was the boat. There's a boat episode. That one I'll never forget. (laughs) There's the, uh, there's the Amazon one. I mean, this dude is a fucking storyteller. Am I right? I'm just gotta put it out there, man. Freaking start coming up with nursery books or something. Yeah, story time with Henry. No, story time with Hen. Hen or Henny? Yeah, I don't, Henny. You know, that's funny. I've been like thinking too, because once I start blogging, I'm gonna have to like create some sort of introduction my do i really want to pronounce myself as henny or am i going to do it as henry i mean i don't I, know i mean i, I might would, do i would I tell you to, i would tell you to go with henry okay like i was gonna I got, say i was gonna say henry too listen we should be proud of our boring ass white names okay we should be proud of them well I was actually named after a king. I'm the fourth. Technically, I'm the seventh, if you add up between my mom and my dad's side, which is crazy. I still like my mom at my dad. My dad's name is Henry. So on my dad's side, we got my grandpa, and then I have like my great grandpa. And so yeah, it's those three. I'm the fourth on my dad's side. My mom, her dad, which is my other grandpa, his name is Henry. Then I have two uncles named Henry. So what you're basically saying is 
both families really love the name Henry. They wanted to keep a legacy going. They like the fact that they're named after King Henry, which I don't know is if that's good or bad. Cause I don't think, I don't remember them being good Kings, but most Kings, uh, like to rape women and drink and get fat and eat lots of sausages uh, from what I've been told. And uh, I don't really think that kind of stuff happens anymore, <laughs> but I think there's something, there's something so amazing about the, the names that we choose, you know, I wasn't, I mean, you were born the name of Henry, but like, for example, like me, like my name's David, Dave, it's the same thing. Um, our David. I I just learned to embrace it. You know, it's it's. I've learned to accept my name for what it is, and I'm okay with it. You know, I don't need any like nicknames or, you know, abbreviations or it's. I'm Dave. Yeah. And you're Henry. I actually like Henry, but it's funny, bro, because I have like so many nicknames. I honestly, Same. I didn't even give myself the nickname Henny. Like, I had one friend during track season that just started calling me that, and it just stuck. Everyone started calling me that afterwards. And then growing up, I was called KJ because my dad's name is Henry. And so people couldn't call both of us Henry. So KJ was like Kemp Jr. And so, yeah. Sounds like a surreal. KJs. Great with oats. (laughs) I have to, it might have to be my next business. KJ cereal. I like that. KJ cereals. I don't know what the brand would be, but or like the the logo for that, but who come up with something? Oh, dude, I would love to design something. Oh my god, and like the motto of the brand could be, "We got you munchies." Enjoy. No comma. Enjoy. I can I can dig it. Yeah, and then what we could do is like have to be bomb though, because if it's for munchies, like. That, that's crazy. I don't even think no. Uh, a lot of people like cinnamon toast crunch. Yeah, was I was thinking. Goal. I was thinking cinnamon cinnamon toast crunch with marshmallows that are in shape of trippy mushrooms, and then just add in a little pizzazz. You can add in some dry fruit. You can add in like dry blueberries or dehydrated uh, strawberries. Come on, dude, dude. Yeah, but the so with this one like is this going for healthy or is this going for I don't even know because we got marshmallows plus the dried fruit. You want to give stone people healthy food? Get the fuck out of here, man! I want the munchies. I'm just saying, uh, acai bowl slaps. I, I it's true though. There are so, times where I've been high and I do enjoy healthy food. Like fruit. People actually like you gotta I don't know too many people that could actually make acai from home. You'd have to go somewhere. No, no, no. You'd have to, yeah, you'd have to, to buy. There's certain foods that to be very honest, like it's just better to go somewhere and get it. Yeah. I think yeah. like also uh you know, kind of tying in what we're talking about. Mind games are so cool because mind games actually can be used not only in our lives, but they can be used as a way of controlling our environment. See what I'm, you see where I'm going with this? I love this. I'm just yeah. high enough to just get there. Oh, especially in LA, man. Like oh, the yeah, propaganda and stuff. I look around and I'm, trying to keep myself aware like i can't be staring at things because like you said earlier your subconscious picks picks it up it doesn't matter what it is if you believe it or not it's just what it sees the environment has enough see the environment around all of us is a mind game 
the the signs, the bin, billboards, the colors, the businesses, the drive-throughs, the usability, uh, the way that we can get things in a matter of days, a matter of hours. Just all of this is a very big mind game. It's a way of keeping you distracted. So you don't pay attention to what actually is really going on. I apologize. There's somebody's uh, very loud car that's going on in the background. If you can hear it, I do apologize. I thought that was me low key because I had a car yeah. just through here too. It, it sounded like I was farting. I wish it was me farting <laughs> right now, but no. Didn't have any Taco Bell today, unfortunately. <sighs> well, it's, it's about that time. Is it really? Is it really about that time? Yeah. You want to call it a, you want to call it a wrap? I do. I got to head deeper into downtown to go meet up with some people right now. The journey never stops, man. Well, it's been a pleasure having you on. Um, hopefully uh, we'll have you on. Uh, again, uh, possibly uh, with a guest, um, but uh, let all of our uh, listeners, our groovy listeners, know where they can find you. And uh, um, yeah, I'm on Insta. It's Hippie Man Henny. I might be changing it to Hippie Man Henry here tonight after we've had this discussion. And so for people following, I've like changed my Instagram handle so many times. People are like, what the hell is wrong with this? Yeah, I, I've unfortunately have had to experience that many times. Yeah. yeah. So I'm going to stick with the hippie man, Henry, and leave it at that for this time. Uh, if you want to check out the brand, it's Hippie Culture Clothing. I'm actually wearing a shirt right now. Yes, and Henry is notoriously famous for his incredible tie-dye. I'm not famous. (laughs) No, you are really fucking... I mean, this guy is really good at tie-dye. Okay, you got to check them. You got to check out his tie-dye. It's fucking dope. Um, And yeah, I mean, this this has been incredible. Thank you so much for coming on. Uh, To any of our listeners, be sure you can find us on YouTube, TikTok, facebook and instagram at lost in the groove pod uh we are a community over here so we would love to hear from you all uh if you got any comments or messages or want to send us anything you could do that at lost in the groove there's three o's in groove at gmail.com anyway uh, thank you so much we'll catch you on the next episode bye everybody peace out